Yeah. Yeah. Chaz vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start. I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art. My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana and Stark. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part. Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order. They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta. See, they dumb, they compliments down, cause they don't feel important. I just feel bad, they really try to have the distortion. Look, you don't really gotta say nothing. Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running. I hate you, gotta force them just to feel something. Acting like they down with you like you about to film something like I'm dealing with some theater majors I'm reiterating the dialogue you see in the pages I look at the fortune and think who really need to be famous that fame can be nameless I got the brand new episode of threes from the ring number 50 episode 50 we made it here I know right and uh lot to talk about uh I'm just gonna get this out the way now after Chicago Bears uh f uh y'all homeboy Chase Daniels don't talk to me about that faggot no more Cause I don't want to hear it no more. Two goddamn wow. interceptions, three intercept, almost three. Cost my damn Bears the game, and literally after after that team, I don't hear about them niggas for the next week. But them niggas did lose to Josh Gruden. That's messed up. They lost to John Gruden, the better. John Gruden. He's okay. the better Gruden. There's coach. a there's a Josh Gruden. Yeah, he has a brother. No, no, it's Jay. They beat. And the funny thing yeah. is, they lost. They beat. They beat his brother. Then lose to his bro- to lose to the big brother. Come on, man. But f that team. Uh, I don't hear about them at all for the next couple of weeks. Thank God I don't got to see them ruin my Sundays. But either way, uh, let's go right into what we do best. Oh yeah, uh, episode fifty. David Robinson wore number fifty. Hey, so, finally a great player. Finally a great player. So uh, shout out to David Robinson, one of my favorite centers ever, especially because he always helps in two uh, K my league because that nigga broke. But let's go into wrestling. Hell in a Sale just ended probably like 10, 15 minutes ago. And niggas is pissed on Twitter. I really don't care because that's what y'all do best. But oh it is. Some of it's justified. A few of it's justified. But we'll talk about it I'm when gonna, we get I'm there. Have to, I'm going to have to open my space back up and start doing my stuff through that, dog. Because this is getting stupid. I hate Twitter niggas, dog. Yeah, that's what they do, that. G. That's what they do. I've been doing this for goddamn what, 2019? So, like, eight years. So, I'm unfazed by it. It is what it is. But, <clears throat> Hell in a Cell was tonight. Overall, a solid pay-per-view for a lot of last-minute stuff being put together overall. But, solid. Look, for the last-minute stuff put together, it was really freaking good. I enjoyed that. Exactly. It flowed well. It wasn't rushed. It wasn't, like, you know, matches was good. Unexpected matches happened. I'm only mad with one, two, one and a half finishes, because I'm not mad with the theme stuff. I'm just mad how it ended. Yeah. But you know, I you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, it'd be that way. But uh, let's run through this pay per view. Uh, so Natalia versus Lacey Evans was the kickoff show. Natalia won. Uh, and I believe they're gonna have another match. Last woman standing match. Yeah, last woman standing match on Raw tomorrow. So, shout out to that. Then the uh, pay-per-view starts. Opens with Becky Lynch versus Sasha. I missed this match because I was asleep. Yeah, I took a nap after the Bears lost. It pissed me off. Uh, So, I didn't really see this match. So, you go ahead and talk about it. Which one? The Becky Becky versus Sasha. Oh, it was not. It was very, very good. High paced. I 
Another finish I don't like. Um, uh, but uh, it, I guess it, it just like I guess it sets up stuff for like the um, was it, it what is it called the, the, draft. Uh, the draft and who going who and stuff like that because they probably want to put their bigger stars on SmackDown. But then that when they gave Bailey, you would have had to let Bailey lose the belt. But then that could bring, I mean, uh, Bailey did lose the belt. I mean, the, uh, Becky Lynch lose the belt, and then you want to. I like, like, um, like, uh, 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 Russell Rumble said, I believe that was them. It was like, I have no idea, um, I have no idea where the women's division is going. Cause, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really good to, um, for the. Expected. It was it was a really good match, but it was unexpected to win. You expect Sasha to win. It's been set up for Sasha to win, and she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to like process it. But good match. It was one spot where she like she had Sasha sitting up in a chair, and she like like drop kicked like the chair was set up on in the corner of the cage, so Sasha was up high. And then, like, Becky Lynch ran and, like, drop kicked her. It was a beautiful spot. Um, they, they tore it up in there. It was a really good match. Really good match. That's good. I've, I'm a, Before I go to bed, I'll uh, watch that match just to see for myself because everybody is raving about that was match of the night. Uh, I woke up just in time for Reigns versus Reigns, D. Bry, and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. One thing I'm Slap. glad – they made this a tornado tag match. Like I saw it on Twitter when they not, uh, when they were adding last minute stuff that uh, this was going to be tornado tag. It made the match so much freaking better. Great match slapped. Um, like, gee, it was just a really great match. I like how it ended. Um, Roman Reigns literally popping up from the crowd just to spear uh, Eric Rowan through the announce table's heat. I legit thought he messed up his leg, though. I legit thought he messed up his leg. But I think we undervalue how well of a seller Roman Reigns is. Because I was like, gee, he looked like he messed his damn leg up till I saw him pop up Superman punch spear uh, combination at the end. But I really enjoyed this match. This was a really fun match. Yeah, it was really good. Um, fast paced. Got where it needs to go. Damn, Brian, the freaking goat. I don't know how many times they got to say that. Um, uh, reinstate that or let niggas know my stance for Damn, Brian being the best. Um, but yeah, uh, really good match. Uh, I, I, I really hate, I really fucking hate the Young Bucks, dog. Like, I, oh, I, let me, let me hit this up. I, I, let's sleep with a comment. So I'll probably get blocked by these niggas, dog. And that's good. But I'm not gonna retweet. I don't, I'm not gonna retweet nothing really, really bad. But I'm gonna do at least fifteen. Like no, no, no. no that's fire sign. That's around twenty. And boom. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times four. Twelve. That's forty-eight. I believe. 48 clown emojis. Boom. Cool. All right, but yeah, um, 
Sash Page did what it had to do. Uh, Luke Harper is a gem, and I'm glad he's still with the company. Um, Eric Rowan, athletic, glad he's still with the company. Um, uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, two of the best on SmackDown. Glad they're still with the company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice match. Yeah, so, and, God damn it. All these damn sites tweaking right now. What the hell? All right. Uh, what was the if you what's the next match like Randy Orton versus Ali? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Jr. Bang for retweeting uh us G. That was about to blow up through the wrestling world. Uh, shout out to the big homie right there. But yeah, Randy Orton versus Ali. That was a good match. That was a very very fun match to watch. Uh, that Ali when he uh countered the RKO by like doing a handstand. Come on, man. Yeah, like, that, that was beautiful. That um, was and even I was talking to the guys who was watching the pay-per-view. Um and uh when when that nigga who did the roll thing again, because yes, that counter to RKO beautiful. When he did the roll thing, when you hit the RKO so many times, no matter what you throw at him, and this is not like being kayfabe, but I'm just saying in general, if you tell Randy Orton, I want to counter this into an RKO, he does it. And mm-hmm. it goes off really, 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 really well. I don't even think, was there ever, I probably, the, the attitude adjustment to the table was probably the worst one I ever seen. And the only reason I say that, because I was confused how Randy Orton won that match. That one oh, time yeah. on Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. But, <laughs> but other than that, Randy Orton always do the attitude adjustment. RKO, beautiful. The choke slam, that WrestleMania match with Undertaker, beautiful. Everybody remember the overrated Evan Bourne, the, the curve stomp, beautiful. So Randy Orton, Randy Orton was, um, he, he got some things, but he really yeah. did. But yeah, good match overall for them. Then the women's tag team match, uh, the Kabuki Wars and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter when, uh, before this happened when like the match was started and Muggs was saying they really about to let Kabuki Wars lose again. Nigga, no. Like I think the moment when we realized they were heel, it was like, yeah, gee, uh, they about to uh, beat these uh, beat they ass, and they legit did. It was still a good match, mm-hmm. but. Oscar was in her bag, and uh, I'm all for uh, spray the green mist on uh, for victories. Oscar as well, definitely all in for it. So it was a good match, yeah. solid match, and you get the belts. You get you found a way to get the belt off Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And once again, this goes back to the women's division is in a very weird place because you. We still don't know what the hell's up with Nia Jax's knees, so you no. don't know what to do with her and Tamina. Uh, so that's one tag team that's still in the question mark. Fire and Desire still a thing. Uh, Ruby Riot, we still don't know what the hell she's at, so we can't even know. We can restart the Riot Squad. Um, and then. Like, I still believe Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross was just a thrown-together tag team, and you might end up seeing them separate separate just for... Because I think Alexa Bliss is going to stay on Raw. 
like I we talked about when we was watching it, and I don't want to go too deeply into it, but I think Alexa Bliss is gonna stay on Raw, and he might separate them for just to boost the women's Raw division. So yeah. that'd be the smart. I'm thing. cool with that. Yeah. They 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 add a little bit prestige to the titles yeah. by taking them off the iconic. Oh, and iconic's still that. a thing too. I forgot. So I hate saying that, by the way, but you know um, they add a little prestige. Yeah. To it. And, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, I'm just laughing at some of the trashest takes I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I can't wait to see what's next. I wouldn't mind seeing them break up, though. See what happens during that draft. Yeah. Uh, that got, this got down wrong. It's about to be whatever happened with the Fiend stuff and 90% filler, dog. It's <laughs> like 90% filler. <laughs> because the draft on Friday. It's going to be so weird adjusting to SmackDown being the A show and Raw being the B show. It's going to be really, really weird doing that. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. But uh, next, Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman pretty much beat the OC via disqualification. Uh, yeah. It was a Feel cool nice. match. The finish was more entertaining when uh, they after disqualification when Braun pretty much uh, watched them niggas and punched AJ into uh, Kingdom Come. And that was the more entertaining part of the match. But overall, it was a cool match. Uh, you got to see the Viking Raiders do super athletic things for their size. Um, so that's always cool to see. Um, yep. Then you got, I guess now they legit going to make this his gimmick. Shorty Gable beat King Corbin. I'm honestly just over this feud. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's I, I don't I can't even really say Corbin really put Chad Gable over. Like I just can't really even say that. Like I guess he's over, but at the same time I'm not buying it. It's like because to me you didn't win when it mattered. <laughs> like you're supposed to win the King of the Ring match. It's supposed to be Baron Corbin that's supposed to be getting the rematches, not the other way around. That's just me looking at it. But uh, I'm hoping this is the end of that storyline and we move on from it. And plus, Baron Corbin ended up beating his ass during a post-match interview. So, hold that air. Um, Apparently, Patrick Mahomes is limping. I'm watching the game, and I probably wasn't looking at the screen. If that is the case, I'm about to uh, cry. But, um, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte beat it, uh, Bailey for the belt. This was a cool match. And once again, this puts us back in the situation of what the hell are we about to do with the women's division? Because now Charlotte has the belt. Becky has the belt. Both look like they're going to be on SmackDown. So the odd woman out who's going to lose the belt is probably going to be Bailey. I mean, not Bailey. I mean, Becky Lynch. So, yeah. But overall, I enjoyed the match. Uh, it looked like Bailey's about to go legit full on heel now. Which I'm all for. Like, if it means like she pulls up on uh, Becky Lynch tomorrow and Raw and beats her ass, then I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely fine with it. So, overall, it was a cool match. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Uh, yeah. It's like you drowned out, and I'm like, huh? Um, yeah, my fault, but go ahead. But yeah, uh, 
about to say, um, nah, I just don't like the fact that Charlotte is a 10 time champion. You could have did that with any other person, any other heel, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so. Dog! Uh, yeah, I'm, I told you I'm good. I'm not touching those comments, uh, that tweet on the comments in that song, Gucci. Uh, Dog, I just wanted to know why. I'm not touching it. Not touching it. But uh, moving on, then the main event of the whole pay-per-view in itself, uh, the Hell in a Cell match between The Fiend and uh, Seth Rollins, which ended in a disqualification. And pretty much, I would say overall, the match in itself was entertaining. It was an entertaining match. The production, like the cameramen, the, the having the match like surrounded in red and all of that made this match entertaining. It added a little more like like a unique Bray Wyatt feel to it, which helps with Bray Wyatt's want the Fiend's character. And they built the Fiend up to be like a very unstoppable ass character. And I'm cool with that because for one, I am a Bray Wyatt stand. So for me to see Bray Wyatt in this type of position is great. It's grand. So and despite the way it ended and literally it sh- for one it teased the for one with Seth with the belt now he's he's going to win the belt or hold on to the belt by all means necessary because he literally stacked piled weapons on Bray Wyatt and he kept kicking out oh yeah by the way Bray Wyatt took like seven freaking curb stomps in a pedigree and still kicked out at one that's all you need to know how broken this nigga's about to be but I'm satisfied with the overall match in itself but the ending and the ending in the disqualification comes off lame as hell especially because it's a hell in a cell match i would have been cool if it just ended with a no contest because the ref because uh based on what people are saying on twitter uh becky lynch and sasha was doing a lot more wackier things uh than what seth was about to do to uh with seth with the sledgehammer with a weapon stacked on top of bray wyatt and all of that, but I understand the like I I'm agreeing that the ending of the match was a little goofy. I would have been cool for no contest or like if let's just say like Bray knew he was about to lose and he just the screen goes dark and he just disappears. That would have been a fun way to end it with that as well. But they built the fiend to be like a legit threat threat where literally you kind of only people who could legit beat him will have to be outside of tag team matches would be like have to be Brock Lesnar or a uh, Roman Reigns at this point. Mexican Walter. In Mexican Walter. Walter. <laughs> A.K.A. King Velasquez. So with all that being said if you're mad because at the end of the match you're justified. If you're mad at the match in itself, I don't know what the hell Kool-Aid you drinking. It's a Hell in a Cell match. And y'all niggas is just tweaking for no goddamn reason. Honestly. But I enjoyed the match. The ending was goofy. And you niggas is acting really goofy as well. But we'll get to that uh, when we talk about the greatest week in wrestling history. Uh, yeah. Um, great match. Horrible ending. Funny hokey. That's all Gucci. 
That's a stupid ending. You should just put the belt on them. I'm just, just put the freaking belt on. I don't know if they're trying to keep that belt on until Survivor Series in. But then again, I don't want to see Brock versus Seth again. Me neither. So, like, I don't. Or you, you throw the belt, or you have a reason for us to watch the Saudi freaking pay-per-view. But... And even then, like, I'm, Seth is part of the I'm, Team Hogan versus Ric Flair thing. And I'm about to say, I'm not watching the Saudi pay-per-view because 9 times 10 is going to be on a Friday. And 9 times 10, I'm going to be in school while it's going on. So, mm, like, I just don't... This is stupid, stupid, stupid. Huh? Let's see what Crown Jewel is. Yeah, Crown Jewel is on Thursday. Since it's on Halloween, it's on Thursday. Is that my Thursday off? Let's see. Nope. That's the Thursday I work. Wait, we actually had a pay per view in the beginning of the month. Yeah. Yep. Can you hear me? You there? Yeah, yeah. I'm shocked. I'm just shocked, dog. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Um, yeah. Well, this is that situation makes me really, 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 really enjoy NXT. Uh, and and like I understand, you know, part of me be like niggas I saw, then part of me be like I, I sad to understand. I was just talking to my homie Cam about like being able to. See things through. Wait, what? See, right there. You see, the, you see things through, and um, wait till the end. Uh, but and I've seen what the fans said, and on one tweet came out that it wasn't a bad pay per view, but the the end sets the tone, and that kind of did. Like, bro, you knew that I don't. Dog, anytime a DQ happens on the title match, it get booed. And you got Seth as the face of SmackDown, dog. That is not about to go right. But on the optimism side, you draft Alistair Black to Raw. And do you have him win the Royal Rumble to fight the Fiend at Mania? On some real demonic style stuff. Oh, gee. And we back in business, baby. <laughs> we back in business, baby. Yo, gee. That, and gee, like, ooh, man. Nah. Yeah, let's have a yeah. breeze through what happened this past week. Because I kind of want, uh, want us to briefly discuss. I don't say briefly, but talk about the draft. So, uh, let's uh. see. So, let's talk about Raw this past week. Brock Lesnar pretty much beat up goddamn uh, Rey Mysterio and... Uh, Walter Mysterio. <laughs> and, and no, I'm not saying answer that. I'm saying I that was hilarious. I mean, I mean that's hilarious. I'm saying answer this tweet. But um, yeah. uh, beautiful, just beautiful. I love how they sets up Kane Velasquez from Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was really definitely good. So I'm thinking like Brock Lesnar just coming out and beating up Rey Mysterio does nothing for me other than lie, make me laugh. And beat up his son. His son staying like freaking, like I forgot what that what he had on the what sweater he had on. But that's a, a very expensive sweater. That sweater probably like five hundred dollars. Yo, I um, wanted Brock Lesnar to f five the Yeezys out of Rey Mysterio's feet. Stone man. Island, Stone Island, Stone Island. Oh yeah, Stone the, Island. The, 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 I believe that's yeah. what it's called. Woo. Uh, Stone Island. Um. Uh, but yeah, it was beautiful. The rest of the Raw was low key a skip. Yeah, 
like uh I will say I did enjoy the uh heavy machinery versus rude and Ziggler match. That was a really fire match. Like that was a really good match. And also uh they did set up the Crown Jewel team Hogan versus team Ric Flair Ooh, match, yeah. which is some bullshit. Um nobody's looking forward to that. But uh that's Try, just, it, go ahead. It, it, it's a two hundred and thirty seven dollar uh sweatshirt. My bad. Mm. That is a lot of goddamn money. Uh, but yeah, so, and then, uh, let's just go ahead and talk about a very noticeable moment. Uh, so pretty much, uh, during the, uh, Hogan and Flair segment, uh, Rollins confirmed he was going to be part of Team Flair, I think it was, or was it Hogan? I mm-hmm. I I hope the Fiend pulls up under the ring and take him. I think it was Hogan. Yeah, it was Team Hogan. Hogan, so that's gonna make freaking Rollins even hate him more. Yeah, him and Rusev. Yeah, so that's Rusev came in. Uh, somebody else. Yeah, gonna be in. You know. But yeah, so Rusev came to help Seth, and then Rusev was like, "Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I want to fight uh, Seth for the belt because Rey Mysterio got murdered in cold blood in the beginning of the show." Uh, but then that match ended, and probably one of the most wackiest ways in a long time and that is with Bobby Lashley making his grand return on his uh Lexington Steel status shout out to those that know who Lexington Steel is and uh pretty much brought Lana out and tongued that tongued that woman down to end raw and all I would say was the jokes that came from it was glorious comical and we was in the party chat for a long like for at least a good hour just cracking jokes Nah, stop. The, I could, yeah, so much stuff through Twitter. Made Raw a really, really good ending. Yeah. Really, really good ending to Raw just because of that. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. really good ending. Yep, so then we get a day off of wrestling, and then we get NXT versus AEW's debut. Um, I'm just going to be outright and say that both shows were decent. And you know, I enjoy NXT a little bit more, of course, because like it, it like I just familiar with more of who is on NXT, and NXT gave us Finn Balor and also the return of Ciampa. Yeah. So yeah, that like, alone you, return of Ciampa, Jack Hager, nigga. Jack Hager doesn't even sound like a real name, and that's just. And if you don't know who real. Jack Hager is, that is Jack Swagger, former one-time uh, world champion. And last year he was a former WWE champion. Like we, like at one point, y'all freaking don't count the WWE champion. I mean, the heavyweight champion, dude. So I don't care. Yeah, but NXT overall had really solid matches. You had Io Shirai. I mean, yeah, Io Shirai versus Mia Yim, which was a cool match. Uh, unfortunately, the only L in the whole entire goddamn show was Shayna Baszler ret- retaining that goddamn belt. You had a chance. To <laughs> yeah. Cr- you had a chance to create something with Candice LeRae. Now, am I a Candice LeRae fan? Hell no. But at the same time, you had a chance. And you freaking blew it. You blew it. But it is what it is. Uh, Just don't give her the Oscar treatment and just let her drop the belt. Like, no, I'm not for that because Shayna Baszler is not on to that level at all. But it is what it is. And also that uh the Undisputed Air versus... Uh, Street Profits uh, tag match was really good as well, like a really solid match. Um, wasn't happy with the was wasn't happy seeing the Street Profits lose, but I'm happy with the match in itself. So, um, 
and then with AEW. Now I watch uh, mainly. I've caught the last hour of both shows because I was at work, so I missed the first hour. But with, uh, I watched AEW live mainly. Well, I was flipping through both that last hour, but uh, so I caught AEW with uh, Nyla Rose versus the Little Asian Woman. Um, Riho. She really has an anime character name. But Riho beat Nyla Rose. That was honestly their match of the night as well. That was n- mm. match of the night. Like I that was a really solid match. Uh Nyla Rose is a really solid uh wrestler. Uh she did her thing. And I like how they're building her up to be like that beast in the women's di- I hope the T's don't take it that way. But a God damn it. A savage in the women's uh, division for AEW. But uh, also, Rio uh, being their first champion. Of course, I feel like they just had to make a face as one of their champions, of course. Because you already got Jericho as the heel, of course. So, overall, it was a solid match. And then, the, uh, Jericho versus Jericho uh, and LAX. Them niggas gonna be forever LAX to me forever, so I'm not calling anything else. And Kenny Omega and the Young Back Young Bucks, that was a cool match until uh, Kenny Omega disappeared, and then that's when it ended in classic WCW fashion. And I don't want to hear nothing less and nothing more. That was a classic WCW ass finish where niggas kept running in with Cody Rhodes, and then next thing you know, goddamn Dustin Rhodes popped up. The guy who Cody Rhodes fought earlier in the match. What uh, Vera, what his name is, uh, popped up, and then it ends with uh, Jack Swagger popping up. Gee, that's not how you. That's not how I would want to uh, something to end is seeing Jack Swagger on my screen beating everybody ass. Like that ain't it. And overall, NXT had the better finish, but overall, I enjoyed the match in itself. And then I did rewatch the beginning. Uh, and watch the Cody match versus Sammy Guevara, whatever the heck his name is. Uh, it was a cool match. That was an overall. How result. long is AEW? Two hours? Yeah, two hours. Like, I think they got six matches in in two hours, which is really freaking good. If you. Because, like, one. Like, my main gripe when we were talking about they, like their showcases and stuff was those matches just dragged for no goddamn reason. So they got their Ooh. timing down for TV. So I'll give them that. So. Um, but yeah, um, but Cody beat, won his match, of course, and then one, I'm gonna say this: MJF is probably gonna be their best freaking heel. Like he is going to be a star in my book. Like if they have to build him up, if they build him up correctly, he might arguably be their biggest star because he's their best mic worker, who isn't Chris Jericho. And, like, I just like this guy. Like, he has a presence. And he's, like, everything Del Rio should have been in my book to me because I'm not a Del Rio guy. But he has he plays the persona similarly. But I like MJF. Like, he's really good. He had a match, and he, it was cool. Uh, they brought out Jay and Silent Bob for no goddamn reason. Nobody gave a damn. And uh, the Lucha Bros lost in the opening tag match for the tag belt tournament. Um, I don't really care about them niggas. Uh, oh, Pac and Hangman Cage was a slap too. That was the best male singles match in the whole night. So, to me, but that's all I gotta say about Dynamite. Both shows were good. NXT gets a slight edge because you told me Finn Balor's about to be on NXT again, and 
you got you just turned you just tuned me in just off that alone. But Dynamite has potential. I like that they're slow burning storylines, but you got but I think they got a whole full month to develop a for a pay per view develop storyline. So I'm looking forward to see what they do. But uh for their first night it was really solid. NXT was really good, but they like three weeks in. But one thing I need NXT to kind of do is kind of start building up storylines instead of just giving us like matches, matches, matches just because. But I think you already have something building up with uh, Mugs coming for Adam Cole in the belt with Ciampa and Finn Balor now. So I'm looking forward to that, but stuff outside of that, like just build more storylines, honestly. But that's all I got to say in regards to both shows, both of those shows. If you want to add yeah. anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, you know, I enjoy NXT more than everything this week. You know, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, Hell in a Cell, and I didn't watch AEW. Um, uh, wait, no, Hell in a Cell, then Raw. I'm saying Raw. Kind of boring. But, um, uh, uh, I was about to say, oh, big cap on MJF. He does nothing special. Like, literally, what makes MJF different from the Miz? And it's not me coming from a, a side of, oh, man, I hate AEW. Which I kind of do. And I hate everything the stars do on AEW. Which I kind of do. But it's more of, like, what he do different than the Miz? Like, he comes at people other people don't talk about because it's not cool to talk about, especially in their face. Like, you have to be one cut guy to be say. Yeah, MJF, talk about my disability. Like, who cares? Like, oh, he, oh, yeah, he told a chick not to touch the bear so I remember, like, freaking, that nigga Dusty Rose put his hand in Stephanie McMahon's face. Like, this stuff is, is, is simple, dog. Like, it, it ain't really, it ain't really no different. He out. Like, and I understand people take heels in a different way. Certain heels say certain things to make them be like, oh, man, this is a really good heel. But I also believe that... You know, it's kind of not that hard to get over when you say some stuff that's going to be like, oh, really? Like, that's it. Like, it ain't really nothing different. Um, but, yeah. Um, it be like that sometimes. Uh, I, always, I will state this every single time that that win loss stuff is gonna bite them in the butt. Yeah, I definitely agree. Unless Cody beats Jericho or Omega beats Mox. Okay, so if Omega loses to Mox, that means he lost two matches, right? No, Omega lost Dana every match he's been in. If I recall, and then you have to have like some redemption type thing for him, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But Heyman Page lost two matches in a row. So what did that do with him? And he's supposed to be a, a big star. Mm-hmm. The MJF is with Cody and them, but he's a heel and he won his match. Young Bucks is no sight. They're not going to put the titles on the Young Bucks. So they're going to lose. So what tag team goes against the tag team that's going to win a title? I don't know. I can see to the extent that they listen to their fans and saying we don't want to see the the elite with all the belts just yet. But, yeah, you kind of, them are the stars of the company. Like, exactly. Jericho is one of the guard line of coke and a beer bottle away from not being able to wrestle no more. Ain't no DDP yoga going to be able to save that. 
So it's me, but um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I hear you. Like they gonna have to do something about it. Like they they add in little details saying like the weight of certain matches, but it's like once you involve a mid card belt, it gets more confusing. I think so. But yeah, that's that's on them to figure out. So. Then uh, SmackDown on Fox uh, started up. Pretty much it started off with uh, Becky Lynch coming out. Then Baron Corbin came out. Then The Rock comes out to the great, world's greatest pop, of course. Slanders of Baron Corbin. And then we get a rock bottom in, up in people's elbow. Uh, then Charlotte and Becky versus Sasha and Bailey happened. Uh, great match. It kind of felt like a sprint, but it still it was a decent match. Um, then we was going to get Seth and Shinsuke, uh, but Bray Wyatt appeared, right? If I recall, right? I don't remember. Well, Steph, yeah, Bray Wyatt appeared and Steph like hawked it to the, um, thing he got, you know, manable claw. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Shane versus Kevin Owens in a ladder match. I really enjoyed this match. Um, once again, most of these matches was a sprint for like what they should have been. Like I, anyway, I'm glad that this ladder match didn't drag. It was like they got their spots in and moved on. Uh, but Kevin Owens pretty much got Shane McMahon fired, so no more Shane McMahon. Thank God, we should all be happy. I know you're happy as well. Uh, but yeah, it'd so be like that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to see the man butter punch in the face. Uh, yeah, um, I'm watching this Goldberg action with Matt Goldberg Chronicle thing. Mm. It's crazy. Even though Matt Riddle fold Goldberg, it's it's pretty crazy. Mm. Um, and it reminds me of that time when Matt Riddle, so he was like, and Jericho, you talking? Dude, I beat the shit out of you. I just love it, man. <laughs> Matt Riddle wasn't the ghost, dog. Matt Riddle but, really, um, Matt Riddle go be that new dude just sit there like, gee. You really don't want to be, give me problems in the locker room because I would legit beat your ass. I would legit. Um, but yeah. I'm about to say, man, I wish I had some cash, bro. It's a food truck outside my job with some tacos and stuff. But um, lesson. Uh, what I'm about to say. Um, 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 um. But yeah, uh, what was next on the oh, card? Uh, then that random four man tag team match, which I'm gonna just say it was Braun Strowman versus. Ziggler just with tag partners. Uh, get some niggas on the show. Yeah, so niggas they just get, had to get on the show. So uh, Braun pretty much washed everybody, and what? But there was more of the tease of the Tyson Fury versus Braun potential match that we may see whether at Saudi Arabia or um, or they could just do it at Mania. Depends what they want to do. That's more what this match served its purpose for. Uh, and then also to kill time. Uh, then Brock versus Kofi. Um, where's my song? Hold on. Let me see if I can find this song real quick. Uh, let's see. Here we go. We all, we fall down. It's okay that Kofi lost, y'all. <laughs> I was upset too. Yeah, he, he took one F5, man. One. But it be that way sometimes. <laughs> Just like they trust it, it be that way. I was upset. It was one at five. 
I wanted more from Kofi, G. We all did. But we got at least a one of the best title reigns of this year out of Kofi. Whether you hate it or love it, it's still one of the best title reigns of this year. One of the best moments of the year. One of the best mania moments of all time if you're a black person. And regardless of the fact, it solidified Kofi being a Hall of Famer. And regardless, we know full well that Brock was supposed to beat that nigga ass. But it be that way sometimes. We may get an actual match at Crown Jewel. We don't know. We may get Kane Velasquez's Brock at Crown Jewel. I don't know. But Kofi, we're proud of you. As both of us, I'm speaking for both as black, we're proud of you, what you did. Uh, you motivate Cedric Alexander to be slightly better, even though he gets freaking, uh, literally gets styles clashed in various ways for the past month. <laughs> but you motivated people like that to kind of get step their game up and ring. And it's good. It's good for the culture. And all I'm going to say is, Kofi, thank you. That is all. But moving on, uh, unless you want to say something. Want to add on? Hold to on, it. no, I'm I'm gonna add on. I want to hear something. I want to see something though. Oh. Uh, but see some. Immediately after uh Kane, I mean after uh Brock pretty much F five Kofi uh Kofi's reign to uh hell. Dang uh, it! What? I had a fire. J- I thought the match lasted eleven seconds, but it was over in less than ten. Um, so I was going to say 11 years, each second, you know, you know, because it wasn't, if you want to get the deep, this other match, each second, Kofi had the title and stuff like that. But yeah, it just goes to show, man, everything ain't promised. You can lose everything in a day, so give your life to the Lord. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus Christ, man. Because that nigga go, bro. That nigga, bro, we literally, what we thought, people said Kofi died, G. Like, it was, thank you, Kofi, on Twitter. That was trending. Thank you, Kofi. Gee, we thought like, Kofi. Nigga, Kofi had to come out. Like, you know, I appreciate it, but I'm not dead. He's, um, he's legit dead. Even Xavier Woods said uh, something kind of lying. Like, yo, that nigga dead, G? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. Mahomes completes his third and 28, G. I don't want it. That man is the GOAT. Hold on. Wait, I just need to see if he's going to complete this pass. Okay, wait, wait. If, yeah, G, they, G. No, never mind, he was short. But they might go. What? Patrick, like, the Chiefs was at, like, their end zone. It's third and 28. That nigga completed the pass. And his receiver, they near still got the first down. But they going to have to go for it because it's the last six minutes and they're down by six. So they kind of have to go for it. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, so Kofi's not dead, y'all. Um, look, either way, the New Day is still a thing. Uh, f- for y'all calling for the New Day breakup, y'all kind of tweaking because as long as them niggas is like top five in merchandise, the niggas is not getting broken up anytime soon. Um, but yeah, um, but anyway, after the match, Brock pretty much does his Brock Lesnar thing. Uh, Rey Mysterio uh, called his big Latin King cousin, Cain Velasquez, to pop up, a.k.a. Uh, Walter Velasquez, and uh, pretty much pulled up on Brock. And at first, I was like, gee, why is Cain here? 
like legit. And then Daytra, if you did not show that man doing freaking tornado DDTs off ropes, G, I've been like, you know what? I'm cool with this because <laughs> I'm, I'm mm-hmm. legit cool with it now. I'm looking forward to uh, Brock and K going at it because uh, either way, like if you if you watch UFC, can't beat Brock ass. Legit beat his ass that match. Um, I remember it, and also remind me how much how big Brock used to be when he was in the UFC. It was kind of scary. Like that man was huge. But, um, so I'm looking forward to whenever they do fight, whether it's at Crown Jewel, knowing them, they might literally make a series out of it. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's good to see that WWE's trying to add more people to be like, hey, um, guess what? Uh, you should watch our product. And Fox, and that Fox bat must be something serious if you're able to sign Cain Velasquez as well. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, uh, um, I'm gonna say, uh, Kane, nigga, for anybody you don't know, Kane is the dude that made Brock like, yeah, I'm gonna go back and get this WWE bag because yeah. the dermatitis and that nigga hitting me in the floor makes me realize I shouldn't be wrestling. I mean, I shouldn't be fighting in the UFC for now. Um, but yeah, it's that's what's up, bro. I don't, man, I don't. Who cares about UFC guys coming to WWE or boxing dudes about to fight Braun Strowman and, and stuff like that? Dog, this happens. Mike Tyson, they, they had Mr. T, and he was known for boxing in a freaking Rocky movie with Hulk Hogan. Like, dog, it's... Who cares? Like, who cares? Floyd Mayweather, all, the, all these people come out because it's the biggest goddamn wrestling company in the world. Of course it's going to be the way people think it's going to be. Of course celebrities going to get their hands. Be happy that mainstream media is actually looking at it. Be happy that mainstream Fox actually paid. Because like I was telling Cam, if WWE tanks, the rest of the wrestling world tanks. Yep. And... In a horrible time when, when, when Michaels was champion in the early 90s, late 80s, before the whole Monday Night Wars and stuff like that, WWE was tanking. And guess what? No other wrestling company was making bread either because the big dog was tanking. Like, so, like, as long as WWE eats, everybody eats. And people need to realize. Yep. When, when WWE was in that town, was Cena running through the whole entire company because they didn't make no other stars and stuff like that? Who was, who was talking about TNA? Mm. <laughs> Not really. Like, like I was on, watching TNA man, more, like, nigga, but it was like, see, it wasn't like they were much better. It was just different. Right, bro, nobody was talking about that stuff, dog. Like, nobody, even though people was, because mugs are edge lord. But nobody was talking to... About oh man, uh, a bitch go turn uh, TNA on the side. He gonna be a big star. Nigga, no. Like, um, oh yeah, people try. Yeah, but that's what you get, man. But then people really won't understand that. But before we go into basketball, that uh, the main thing that after Helen said is we're looking forward to now is honestly the draft. Um. Before I would say, let's just spend a few minutes and say who 
do who is legitimately getting switched over to where? That's so hard to say because, because. like it's easy to I think a part of me feels like Seth isn't leaving Raw because you already have Daniel Bryan who's a star on SmackDown. You already have Roman Reigns who's already your face of the company. Brock is about to be on there. Plus, you more like gonna have Kane on there. It's safe to assume Rey Mysterio is gonna be on there as well. Um, you already have in the New Day. I think unless you want, unless you want to go all in with the storyline of Kofi going through a path of uh, of getting the belt back, you could send the New Day to Raw in a way to freshen things up for them over there because they kind of did everything they could do on SmackDown, honestly, but. Like I feel like it's really no reason for Seth to leave Raw. Like I like women's wise, I think it makes sense that Becky Lynch needs to be on there because she's your most over woman in the company, and plus Ronda's gonna be over there more than likely. So yeah, yeah, I don't see no reason for Seth to really leave. I don't like when you when you. I don't think Seth going over there either. But like the crazy thing is, they have the draft. But when you look at the intro for SmackDown, crap ton of Raw stars is in it. Agreed. So unless they just... Because people like... I don't think I've seen Ricochet. I don't think I've seen Mustafa Ali. Like, or Buddy Murphy or Alistair Black. So if they might just Even turn Raw into a... Even though I feel like Ricochet may end up going to SmackDown. I don't think so. I think he stays Raw. I didn't see The Fiend either. Uh, they probably just turn Ron to like OG SmackDown and say we gonna have two big stars on here, Undertaker and name who else. But you know, the rest is gonna have to be these young guys. Yeah, and Paul Heyman running it too, so let's exactly just change right. that all the stuff. Because like when I, I'm sorry, I, I the attention to detail they're being saying that. There shouldn't be a reason. One, I don't think Seth and Roman should be on the same show, but hold on. Yeah, that's so there shouldn't be a reason separate. that Raw Stars is in the opening of SmackDown. You know what I mean? Because I I don't care for the wild rule, but that don't mean I like it. I don't care if it happens, the wild thought rule. I don't care if it happens. I'm not a nigga who cry about it and stuff like that. I just say, hey, Charlotte is going to go against such and such. Just let it be on SmackDown or let it be a SmackDown style going against this person. Not necessarily, you know, why I've seen Alexa Bliss versus Bailey when they stole the intertwine. But, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't see Seth move. I don't see definitely Roman. I mean, he's two seconds before he got darn hit and came from the Superman punch. Um, so, or he might be attacked Brian. Who knows? Um, uh, Shinsuke is staying. Randy probably get moved back. I could see um, Randy going to Raw. It just to yeah, give him something. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you throw two styles over, and the rest is just running the joint. Um, I really need Cena looking back. But, uh, uh, shoot, I don't know. And I'm really hoping Raw gets shaved down to two hours now. I'm really hoping that. And they just do a goddamn recap show in the first hour. 
I'm really hoping that. Oh, um, I'm in prayer for that one. Uh, yeah. Trying to think what else. I could see Kevin Owens moving back to Raw as well. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's nothing for him. It's nothing for him. Who's the U.S. title? AJ? Yeah. yeah. I might get took it from Brian. Brian might take that. Yeah, like, if um, if you want to move, I, like, with SmackDown being an A show, is like, AJ's also somebody who's like, do you want to put him back on SmackDown and be on the A show? But at the same time, the OC's doing such things on Raw where it's like, Okay. So it's like AJ's another unique case as well. Because the thing is, mm. like, there's so much freaking talent, whether it's being used or not, it's still a crap ton of goddamn talent. Where if you put like a lot of your up and coming young stars, because we still have the Andrade's, um, Alistair Black is literally not having been seen in what, a month and a half? So, we'll benefit from being on Raw. And Seth just needs new opponents as well, too. So, yeah. So, it's like, I wouldn't. It's going to be the same way for Kofi as well. Yeah. Like, that's why I wouldn't be mad if you send Kofi to Raw. Like, Kofi in the New Day of Raw. Because it kind of freshens things up for both sides. Um, But. They're in a very unique, interesting predicament, though, overall. Like, I'm. But, like, it's just a crap ton of stars that's not being used that they can really just go ahead and just go crazy with. So. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, I just hope the main thing is rebalance. They really need to rebalance the women's division. The women's division is just a hot ass mess because of the wild card rule. Uh, so it's just they have to make things a little bit more clear and balance things out overall. So that's my take on the draft overall. So um looking forward to it. Good things will come. Uh it's just more along the lines of the top stars and where they go overall. So Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get into basketball. Um Let's see. I like. I didn't even do a rundown because I thought we was gonna do it tomorrow. This episode tomorrow, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Why you, you think come, that? Because I was expecting. Because I thought you'd be like, we'll just do it tomorrow. I'm like, okay, cool. But uh, even though I'm about to fall asleep. See, all right. So yeah. this week in basketball, um, Daryl Morey's pretty much uh, a fan of the Chinese community in uh, all of China, and he's fumbling the bag for the NBA and the Houston Rockets. Um, that's a sensitive subject. I'm not too weary of it. All I know is money is being fumbled. So. Mm-hmm. It be like that yeah. sometimes. Because when you talk about a government politics, if you ain't of that race, you ain't got no place. So, uh, Especially if you ain't versed. Um, but yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, so yeah, uh, but preseason has started. Um, I haven't watched nothing but the, uh, I haven't, wa- I haven't even got a chance to, I watched a few 
of the Rockets get highlights of James Harden literally using Team China as a freaking uh, scrimmage to practice his new three-point shot. The fact that Mug goes in in-game is kind of tragic, and they got to hold that. Um, but the main preseason game that I actually watched was the uh, Lakers versus Warriors, mainly so I could see the new-look Warriors and see LeBron and AD run rampant. And the latter actually happened. AD and uh, LeBron ran rampant in that first uh, first half. There is Warriors fans who are, at this point, you, you niggas really sound goddamn pathetic. Because you niggas really sat there and said, well, yeah, y'all talking about what LeBron and AD did, but uh, we we was only down by eight in the first half. My nigga, there was a point where y'all was down by goddamn 20 while LeBron yeah, and AD was on the court. So I don't care how when when they were off the court, how that team looked. By the way, Kyle Kuzma still hurt. So nine times out of ten, if there's a moment where AD and Bron is not on the court, Kuzma's on the court, so they have somebody who can score. But point of the matter is this. Uh, AD is highly motivated. LeBron looks freaking rested, like rested. And, I, and it's kind of scary for niggas out here because, yes, it's preseason, but they treated it like it was a goddamn regular season game, and I respect that. I really do respect it. Um, on the Warriors' side of things, Asshole Steph Curry is back because that nigga first shot he chucked it at like past half court. He airballed it because I'm sure he hasn't done that in years. But it's I mean it's just an example of what kind of Steph Curry we get in, and it just gets me hyped to know that I'm I get to feel like I have to actually hate Steph Curry again because that is the favorite form of Steph Curry. Yet I hate that nigga because those shots should not be going in. It should not, but it goes in. Yeah, shout out to that preseason, preseason ball. Shout out to Markel. Um, oh yeah, shout definitely out shout out to, to Markel. Um, shout out to AD. AD had points. Uh, nigga had twenty and ten in eighteen minutes. <laughs> they got. I think only eleven. Sheesh. Dunking on their home team. People saying, oh, man, it's going to be different when Lee Collins and get the All right, he's going to be ducking on the home team. Hey, stop! Stop, dude. Stop, bro. <laughs> Willie Cauley-Stein? Willie Cauley-Stein. Look, I didn't say it. The Kings people, let that man go for a reason. For a reason. I don't even know who the Kings center I mean, is. Papa Genius. But, um, I don't think that nigga even in the league no more. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, it's probably simple. I know what that nigga had either. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a Hey, day. after we done with the job, we should do it that way. Oh, yeah. Where are we'll... they now? Simple, <laughs> um, are. Oh, yeah, we'll bring back, but, uh, we remember, uh, next week as well, because, uh, it's just so much been going on with wrestling. It's just like, yeah. We're about to spend time um, time yeah, it was really, really good. I can't the shot. I'm pretty sure that thing get dropped throughout the season because it's just not, not, not right. Yeah. And I hate Jane Harden's shot, but it'd be like that in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm looking at like the preseason games. Like niggas is legit playing random scrubs. Like Shanghai Sharks. Clippers literally thirty piece to Shanghai Sharks. 
the Grizzlies played the Hatha Maccabi Hafa. What? Yeah, they just play random foreign teams pretty much in the preseason. Like, I kind of hate that they do that. But uh, the Grizzlies let some nigga named Jay Young. Please don't tell me that's James Young. Okay, I can't even click on dude's name. But some dude named Jay Young dropped 31 on him. That dude's trying to get an NBA tryout. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, what's in the basketball? Also, the uh, Celtics almost lost to the Hornets in preseason. They first basket was Kylie you. Um, Gordon Hayward, and I forgot he was even on the best of some. Mm. Yeah. So, but anyway, so uh, let's go ahead and finish up our uh, basket season preview. We're gonna knock these two teams, these last two divisions out. So we got mm-hmm. Southeast Division in the East, and the Northwest Division in the West. Um. Let's go ahead and start East because these teams are absolutely goddamn pathetic. Uh, so the Orlando Magic. God. Low <laughs> uh, yeah. key, it might be the better about the they, name dog. So yeah, uh, Orlando Magic last year. I think they had the seven C last. Yeah, they were the seven C last year. Uh, they pretty much brought the whole team back. They added Alpha Rukaminu, which I feel like serves no purpose because you have Aaron Gordon. He plays the exact same position as that nigga. Um, yeah, they they resigned of uh, Vukovic um, and Terrence Ross. They overpaid Terrence Ross. Shout out to Terrence Ross agent, by the way. Um, but and Evan Fournier is forever on this team. I feel like that dude has a lifetime contract with these niggas, dude. But, uh... Yep. But, yeah, the Magic is one of those teams where they could, like I said, where they end where they end up last year, either 7th, 8th seed, or they just missed the playoffs entirely. The key for them overall is still going to be can Markel Fultz give you productive basketball and remain healthy? Uh, from the flashes I've seen of him in preseason, he looks a little bit better. Um, that dunk he did was really savage. Um, so, like, but yeah. I'm rooting for Markel. I want to see him prosper. Like, he was a dog in college. And and just freak injuries happen. And I feel like he can be, at the very worst, a solid pro. So I want to see him prosper, but at the very best, I think he can be an all-star guard for Orlando Magic, and somebody you could pair with Vukovic and or Aaron Gordon for the next ten years for your franchise. So I don't see them getting any better or worse. So they're going to remain fighting for the last two spots in the East. Probably win like how many games did they win last year? Probably like forty-four. So probably like between forty, forty-four games. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Next. Oh, uh, let's <laughs> go ahead and talk about the probably going to be the worst team in the league, the Charlotte Hornets. Next. Uh, yeah, nothing to really talk about. Uh, Terry <laughs> Rozier is going to show that he finessed the system. And I can't wait nothing. till Mac and Jordan say, peace out. I'm going to 
Ooh, I swear to God, I can't wait. Gee, it's already starting. The man already starting to sell like ownership bits to other people. So it's starting. It is starting. So, uh, can somebody buy? You said what? Can somebody own an NBA team and? Can they own an NBA team and what? Because you broke up. And they're actively on the roster. Like, can Steph Curry buy part ownership to the... Uh, no. Because if that was the case, I feel like LeBron could have probably bought partial ownership of Cleveland by now. True. So. Yeah. I think I it's think possible. Steph I'm not 100% that sure. I'm just not 100% sure, honestly. Because I was wondering Chef was trying to begin to be it for the uh, Panthers. But... Yeah, that's oh, a no. different organization as a whole. So that's like football. So mm. um, yeah, I don't know. That seems sad. But yeah, we got Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum is going to be a trade. A contender is going to ask for Nicholas Batum. If I'm the Lakers, G, that nigga about to be a Laker. Yeah, if if I'm the Lakers, Nicholas Batum is either going to be on the Lakers, Clippers, or the Warriors. I mean, no, the Rockets before the season's out. He's going to be a one oh. of those three teams. I'm gonna also Shoot, throw the probably end up on Philly. Philly would wouldn't be bad either. And he's the only person who looks like they're worth a day. Oh, Marvin Williams too. Marvin Williams might get flipped. Like I, Marvin Williams, if a team that needs more shooting, if anything, Philly. No, because that, that nigga plays front court, and you have enough goddamn. I'm about to say, bro, six, you can't dog six, that seven. team front court heavy. Like, yeah, like yeah. So honestly, yeah, I would look at uh, Nick's Batum if I'm Philly. If I'm even the Bucks, I'll call up about Nick's Batum. I'll call like the Lakers, the Clippers for some goofy reason. You know they don't need more perimeter players; they need bigs. If I'm the Clippers, I'm calling up Biz Mac No, no, he ain't gonna be able to. <laughs> Boy, you need to find somebody that can contain Anthony Davis. And unfortunately, there's literally there's one. Rudy Gobert watches that. He get watches by Rudy. I mean, he watches Rudy Gobert, so I can't even say him. My dog keep coming in, so I can pet him on the freaking head. But um, he watches Rudy Gobert. Probably Draymond, but Draymond got killed last night. By- Draymond has to be primary defender for the first time in years. So he's out the picture in terms of being an AD. Uh, Draymond had to guard Bron and AD all night, so I gotta get excuse. That's tough. Kind of game. Yeah, he has to, bro. If you look at some. Uh, he had to guard. He had to remember, like, who did they have in that guard Bron at that time? Literally no one. Yeah. Yeah, the Warriors gonna have a tough. So they understand. Yeah, they gonna have a really bad. But yeah, so Charlotte, uh, they got. Trade pieces. Let's just put it like that. Um, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I really like the Hawks. Um, they're probably going to be one of my favorite young teams in the league. Um, they're doing everything right um, in terms of just their current rebuild. And when your rebuild goes right, it accelerates everything. Uh, the key right now is just making sure DeAndre Hunter – Cam Reddish actually develop correctly, and especially Cam Reddish because like he could easily be your number three with John Collins and uh, what's my boy name? Um, 
Trey Young. Like I like their roster. Um, Trey Young is art should take might take an All Star spot this year in the East. Uh, especially if they're good enough, I could see him making the All Star team, and the Hawks can sneak into the playoffs. If like I said, if everything goes, the Hawks can sneak into the playoffs easily. Um, I like their team. They're going to give teams. Pro- they're going to be like another young team that's going to just give teams problems because you're sitting there wondering like why are these niggas not trying to die. Like they'll get f around and get like dubbed in the first half, and then next you know, fourth quarter comes and. They're, you're, you're only up by three. And now you got to play a tight game against the damn Hawks. So, they're that type of team. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, how they develop, just not just this year, but the next five years. Because I think they might be one of the best teams in the league within five years. Yeah. This should be cool to watch. I'm definitely going to watch. You said what? I'm on a horrible team, it's gonna amazing. Um, I hope he proves me wrong because I want the dialogue of <laughs> Terry Rose did having a better, <laughs> like having a better uh, season. Came the last. That'll be that, that's gonna be fun. Comical. Let that. Um, I also want to see John Collins or is it Josh Collins? John. John right? Collins. Josh Collins is the gay nigga. Who is who's the gay nigga? John Collins, he came out gay like dang in like a twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, I don't remember. Is that the dude that the Spurs was like, yeah, you can send on our team to you know yeah. your contract run out. Yeah. That guy. Huh. Okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to see him develop. Um as a just that one two combo to go brazy. Um and that's it. Yeah. Like the Hawks gonna be a decent team, uh probably don't think I can't read this too. Yeah. See what's up with that as well. Yeah, like they could win. I could see them winning forty games because I think at least to make the seven eighth seed in the East, it might take forty two. But they're in that we can win forty, maybe forty two games, and shock people and make the eighth seed, and then get our ass kicked by Giannis in the first round. So, um, or Philly. Get dunked on by Ben Simmons in the game for like freaking forty eight minutes. That sounds exciting. Um, next is the Washington Wizards. Um, this season is a skip. Honestly, <laughs> the goal for the Wizards. It is unfortunate. <laughs> the goal for the Wizards this year should be either if Bradley Beal does not want to take this money, we will flip him and get something for him. That should be the goal of the mm-hmm. Wizards this year. Get Bradley Bill to stay or he can go. Mm-hmm. Like, is this season, that should be the moral of the season because John Wall is out. Ooh. He's gone. Look, look, you can call me, call me crazy. But 
Brady Bill say no. Lakers throw close. Avery Bradley. You gonna need more money. Oh my god. A lot of gee, a lot of the niggas on the Lakers like Kuzma his his freaking oh yeah, shout out to Kuzma getting that Puma deal. His Puma deal Ooh. is more than his rookie contract right now. That's true. Um Hmm. I don't know what I don't know what team goes. Philly trying to do some things, but Philly probably hard capped. Yeah, they're hard capped to hell. Like you'll have to get rid of either you have to get rid of both Horford and uh, Josh Richardson. But now you have even just, more no death. Or just get rid of or just get rid of Tobias. Oh, you can do Tobias straight up too. Like the kind that will, yeah. And I'd just, just be depressed if I'm Tobias. I lost my best friend, Bobine, and, and I'm getting traded to God down Washington. Sucks. That's tough. Um, but, yeah. like yeah, they I did could, not know man. that Richie you know, Murrow dude, like, freaking 6'8", 6'9", or something yeah, like that's that. A, yeah, he's tall as that. He's big as hell. He's 6'8", 230. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this nigga big, dog. That's a big, mu- that's that's a big freaking black Japanese nigga, G. That's a huge <laughs> man, G. Like, I don't think he was that big in college. I don't remember him being that big in college, G. Like, he must have bulked up for the league. But um, shout out to folks for doing that. But, uh, yeah, the Wizards, they're just – that should be your goal is to – if Bradley Bill don't want to stay, don't want to take that money, you can go to the highest bidder. And I'm pretty sure teams like the Pelicans will be paying attention because you can flip – Brandon Ingram, who's probably going to command a max. Like, I uh, had the dudes from Hoops. Uh, I was uh, watching Hoops and Brews live stream, and they answered one of my questions. And I said, uh, if Ingram is hindering Zion's uh, development this year, do you flip him? They said, hell yeah. <laughs> flip that yep. nigga for the trade deadline. <laughs> but, um, okay. yeah, I'm like, if I'm the Wizards, I'm like, yeah. I take, uh, yeah, give me uh, Ingram. I guess we'll take JJ Reddick's contract, and I guess we'll take that um, that big center they got, Jackson Hayes, because uh, you want a young piece. Then you really don't because you got that big ass nigga Thomas Bryant. So um, yeah, man, fuck Thomas Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, let me down when going against Jolting. I nigga, yeah, Bro, pushed that amount so many times though. It's Jokic, G. You contain, saw what happened. Cannot contain him, G. <laughs> it's Jokic, G. But, uh, I'm never nerfing myself in 2K ever again. Yeah. You keep uh, saying that. But, yeah. like the And also develop uh, Rui Hachimura. Because, and <laughs> honestly, if you can finesse a team to take John Wall and his questionable Achilles, <laughs> do that as well. I don't know what team is going to be foolish. The only team is foolish enough. It's the next team we're going to be talking about, which is the Miami Heat. But <laughs> if a team is foolish to give you the freaking their golden treasures for Bradley Bill and John Wall, which once again is the only team dumb enough to do this, is the Miami Heat. Do it. Do it. Because. The Wizards need to rebuild badly, and you can't do it with Bradley Beal and John Wall money on on your on your uh, your digs. You just can't straight up. So, Facts. but yeah, I don't see the Wizards making the playoffs. Um, 
Bradley Beal probably still going to F around have an all-star year. If I'm Bradley Beal, I'm, I'm probably going to try to average 30, close to 30 this year. Just gun. Gun your ass off. Occasionally pass the ball to Rui, and you good. Like, that should, Bradley right. Beal should play more for itself than the Wizards this year. Gun. Gun, my nigga. So. Facts. Uh, but let's go ahead and um, talk about... Oh. Yeah. You, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, there's nothing else to add about the niggas. Uh, Miami Heat. Uh, believe it or not, this is at the very best they're going to be a seventh seed. At the very Stop, best. I won't even think they make play They got Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy alone. If Jimmy is healthy, Goran Dragic remains healthy, and Bam Adebayo steps up to like another level. I believe they make the playoffs. Um, and plus, Eric Spoelstra is a hell of a coach. So, that alone should get you in the playoffs in the East. I just, it's just like, this is a very Miami Heat-ass team. This is a very Jimmy Butler-ass team. Because it's just niggas he can relate to because all they do is work hard. Like, Bam looks like he works hard. Tyler Harrow, the rookie they drafted. I think he's going to be really good, by the way. Um, he's actually my sleeper for rookie of the year. Uh, Tyler Harrow hmm. might f around to be really uh, is a hard, hard nosed, tough work white boy who can, who's athletic as hell. Uh, who f around to do really good. Kelly Olin works hard and he'll dislocate your shoulder if need be. Dion Waiters he's still on that team. Yes, uh, Dion Waiters is probably going to end up traded. <laughs> Man. And, yeah, he's going to F around to get traded. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Deion Waiters gets traded. Especially if uh, Kendrick Nunn, uh, he's from from Chicago, uh, played at Simeon. Uh, if he develops to be really good some, to a point where he you take Deion Waiters minutes, trade Deion Waiters. Um, and just John Tease Wislow, uh, he's he's going to be really – he another hard-working guy. And plays good nigga, defense. you just called that nigga John Tease. I am naming my kid that, dog. <laughs> I'm naming my kid that. I never heard pronounced Jantice. I have a hard time saying nigga Jantice. Yeah. Literally name. No, it's just Justice Winslow. They switch it up. It's either Jantice or Justice Winslow. They switch Justice. it up for this nigga. I remember. I gave that nigga shit. And I love you to everybody who hates But nigga Jantice. And, but yeah, the Heat got a bunch of niggas that just work hard, and I see too many white face white faces on their bench. So they, <laughs> literally, Goran Rogers, Tyler Harrell, Myers Leonard, Kelly Olynyk, Duncan Robinson. That's too many white people on your team. G, they they gonna work hard. Nigga name Duncan. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that there'll be a step. Either way, I I believe they're making the playoffs. I wouldn't be shocked if they do make a move to uh, land another star or borderline a star type guy. Uh, mm. Especially if you could turn Goran Dragic into an all like you turn a player like Goran Dragic into another all star like guy. You can you can you could say you could be a six fifth seed, but I I they're going to make the playoffs, but they're just going to be stuck at that seven eight seed. Like, they're good enough to beat the trash teams, and they may take a game or two against some top contenders, but they're just good enough to just be at the bottom of the East. 
to me. That's just how I view him. At the very best, yeah. that'd be a six seed. The very best. Uh, yeah. He, shout out to Eric Spokes for getting that money, though. Hey, bag secured, G. Bag secured. On the best coach in the league. And consistently yeah. works with nothing. Uh, white sack, bad back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to White Side. He's living his best life in Portland now. So let's go over to the Northwest Division. This is a actually pretty stacked. Well, if we was talking last year, this is would be a pretty stacked division. You got the Jazz, the Nuggets, uh, the Timberwolves, OKC, and Portland. God, so. uh, let's do it like this. Keep the teams up the way. We don't have. You said what? You break Temple. Uh, let's get some teams that we don't have to really talk about out the way. Yeah, that's what I was about just, to do. It's Trust just, me. It's the L for the- uh, yeah. Minnesota, it's over. <laughs> All right, just <laughs> pack it up. <laughs> pack it up and wait till next year. All right, hey, who else? Look. Uh, good, good job, Portland. You you go get exit out either the first round or the second. All right, who else? Okay, we see. Talk about okay, see, it'd be like that sometimes. All right, next. <laughs> uh, yeah, then that just leaves Utah and Denver, so we can actually talk All right, about We can that. talk about them, too. All right. So, uh, Utah pretty much made the arguably some of the biggest noise in the offseason. They added uh, Bojan Bobanovic, um, Mike Conley, Ed Davis, Jeff Green, for like Emmanuel Moutier to their team. So, they got a lot. They added a bunch of niggas where it's like you look at that team and be like, yo, those are great Utah Jazz guys. Mike Conley yeah. being the number one, being number one of all of them, is the perfect Utah Jazz ass player. Um, what what did they finish last year? They was what fifty, sixty? I forgot. Let me see if I can pull up the standards from last year because I don't remember where the Jazz were last year. They went against uh, Rockets. So they sixty. They Rockets. had to be the sixty thing. Yeah, they were the sixty. Yeah, so crapped up by Jim. So, honestly, with how stacked the West is, I think they'll finish in the exact same place at fifth or sixth. At the, they could surprise people and be the fourth seed. I just don't see them being the top three team in the uh, in the West. Like I just don't. I think the Nuggets is gonna be better than them. Um, but because the West is just too damn talented right now. That's just the thing. The West is so damn talented, where. Yeah. Like if I'm looking at goddamn Bojan Bogdanovic, Ed Davis being the backup Rudy Gobert. No offense to Jeff Green, but LeBron gave that man ad- additional four years to his NBA career. Um, and Emmanuel Mudiay coming off the bench, I'm not really that scared. And I and Joe Ingles only plays good against the OKC Thunder and Paul George. So, um, and I'm just not too scared of them. Yeah, like they don't have. Star yet? Uh, look, if you any of y'all know y'all, think dog, you know how Donovan at all. And so, Donovan, and matter of fact, while we on the topic of him, G, the only way I could see this team being great 
great like the media wants them to be, aka being a goddamn number one seed. And yes, it is media months out here saying the Jazz would be a number one seed. And I might actually get into arguments this year on the threes from the ring page with Jazz fans this year. I just might because I argue with them on my personal page. But the only way this I see this team being great, Donovan Mitchell has to be a legitimate, solid, bona fide all-star. And I don't see it happening. And that's the thing with me. There's only rare occurrence where a team does win bona fide off. A, a team win and they don't have a bona fide. And that that pissed this team and the only reason Kobe is shot that That's it. Other than that, Shaq and Kobe was that beautiful mesh tandem. We would never ever talk about it was a cold team, good collective, a great, great player. Had a, what, a two-time player on that team, too, right? They had a two-time what? A two-time defensive player. Oh, when Ben Wallace started his tear as being one of the greatest defenders of all time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like Goldberg, you know, got a nice point guard. Knows, you know, know how to play the game just like, um, just like uh, what's his name? Um, that his name. Mike Conley. You can oh. you can there is a Mike Conley, and then you got a nice serviceable shooting guard that at the time I remember overrated like Rip Rich Hamilton and Donovan. So like you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm still not scared. Yeah, that team does not scare me. Like, yeah, only way I would be scared of this team like Donovan Mitchell. Only way this team can legit prove me wrong is especially it has to be more come playoff time more than anything. But Donovan Mitchell has to average close to thirty. Yes, and you I'm have Mike Conley. I also give him an excuse, and I don't give rest an excuse. He's not a smart basketball player. You know, maybe he's not efficient. He's not efficient enough, and he's not efficient enough. Like that dude takes twenty four shots just to get to twenty, and like, bro. I don't think Kobe needs to drop twenty. Have to shoot the ball at least twenty four times to get to twenty. It'd be twenty. So, but, yeah. but literally, like, if Donovan Mitchell scores close to thirty, and I don't care, Mike Conley's on this team. Like, literally, Rudy Gobert's numbers can point numbers can go down to, and sacrifice. <laughs> but because all his sole purpose should be focused on defense. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Rudy like, Gobert don't not average twelve. <laughs> go average eight. <laughs> I give him ten. Like you have to get some offensive boards and lobs and stuff. So I give him ten and twelve. Like he ain't gonna average goddamn sixteen, eighteen like previous years. I think his point numbers will go down because you have Conley and you have uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. So I like I think the Jazz is gonna be more of a perimeter based team, and I feel like they have to if they're gonna be really great. So if that happens, Rudy Gobert's points gonna have to go down. Mm-hmm. It has to, and it might because if and for that to happen, Donovan Mitchell has to be more a more efficient scorer. No more of that shooting forty three percent, averaging twenty two points. You gonna have to touch. You gonna have to be like forty five and up, with close to twenty six, for me to legit take them serious. Like, yeah, great. Like, but if not, if it stays the same and you just added Mike, you turn 
uh, Rudy go. I mean, Rudy uh, Ricky Rubio into Mike Conley, and you turn Derek Favors to Bojan Bogdanovic. I'm not really that scared of these niggas, dude. Like yeah. when I put them next to the Warriors, it'd be a great series against the Warriors. But I think Steph will shoot their ass lights lights to hell. Literally, nobody nobody on that court touches Steph defense. Exactly. Like, like no, I don't think know. nobody on that court is gonna give Steph any problems. D'Lo is gonna have a ball. It's just as long as they make shots, literally they should be. Straight. Clay's gonna be back at that time, nigga. Clay's, Clay's gonna, have gonna a be ball. back. So literally, like I, I don't see them stopping. He's the gonna lock Donovan Mitchell. Uso yeah. penitentiary style. Exactly. So. so, I don't see them stopping the Warriors come playoff time. I definitely don't see them stopping the Lakers come playoff time. I don't see them giving the... Well, Joe Ingles is... Since Westbrook's a former player of the uh, OKC Thunder, Joe Ingles might have a series, so that might go seven. Um, still but, yeah, but you still got to deal with Harden. Harden owns them niggas' souls. So, I don't see them legit beating... The Rockets, even though we do joke saying that they're going to lose to the Jazz in the second round, but in terms of seriousness, I don't legit see them beating no. the Rockets. I don't see them beating the Clippers. The Clippers no. will. The Clippers is going to D these niggas up to hell. Like, dog, that that's my goal is to to see the Western Conference Finals. I will try to avoid the Clippers by every means. The, Literally. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's tough. Any means necessary. Boy, the nigga with the braids in the back of the head, hard. like real talk. And then you got the nigga ass. with the nappy. Like, Mitchell ain't gonna be able to score. That's how bad it's gonna be. Exactly. Like if you are an extremely perimeter reliant team, come playoff time, I would try to avoid the Clippers at all costs. That's every team but the freaking Lakers. Exactly. It freaking exactly. Every team in the West, but the Lakers and the Nuggets are not perimeter reliant. So it's like, oh my God! Speaking of a team that the media hypes up, but it's warranted. It is warranted. That nigga Jotic. Every day it seems like my mind gets changed about him, and yeah. I know we go into that team next. We might and as well that's go like ahead. A perfect and that's like a perfect comparison of like teams that you could believe in and teams that you could be like, hey, it looks good on paper. Well, I don't. Dog, like the Nuggets, solid bit. They got good, like, corner defense and Gary Harris and what, like, what's his name? Toy Craig or whatever his name? Yeah. Well, Will Barton and the same thing. Will Barton can suffice. Um, that nigga, that nigga, um, Michael Porter, what's his name? Michael Porter. Yeah. If Michael Porter Jr. even shows an inkling of stardom, man, them niggas in trouble in the West, dog. Yeah. Them niggas like, in trouble. The more I think about it, because, like, last year I was very, like, very mm-hmm. heavy, even the past two years, very heavy on the I don't believe in the Nuggets. They're going to let you down come playoff time or by April or by March before Mother's Day, I think. Whatever day it was, we won't. Be talking about the Nuggets like this come uh, freaking uh, Mother's Day, and even though come playoff time, they did go seven games against the Spurs. They earned my respect, and then yeah, seven freaking, games, and then seven games against Portland, and that goddamn quadruple double time where Jokic looked like he was about to die. Mm-hmm. 
I really hope Jokic got in better conditioning, by the way. But nigga, you didn't see that nigga recently doing press, nigga. No, nah. bro, it's a reason they call the white dress. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> nigga, bit like Walter <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> Walter Jokic. All right, bro. All right, Walter man. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about my friend Walt. Oh, I thought you were talking about Walt from the job. No, Walter. Walter, uh, G, I ain't on it. G, Walter, was, cool folks, G, come on, man, that's the GOAT. Uh, we're going to call yeah. that nigga Serbian Walter. <laughs> Serbian Walter. <laughs> but, yeah, I really like the Nuggets. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I like them as a team. I'm not a fan of them. Like, G, I, like, I, I'm, I still have my agenda. But amongst the teams that the media is, who, the, who are media darlings, the Nuggets are justified. They're pretty much bringing the exact same team back. They add, but they added Jeremy Grant. So let's just put it this way: you have a forward who's af, who's at, who's athletic, and plus can shoot the three, and he was really good for OKC last year. Really freaking good for OKC next last year, and yeah. so you stripping your front court, and then it's looking like Michael Porter Jr. is healthy. That man looks healthy. He's practicing. People forget he is six ten. He is with a burner. With a burner. He was being compared to KD in high school. And it was legitimate Man. in terms of how that nigga was giving niggas buckets. The two college games he played, he was handing out buckets inefficiently. Bro. But he was giving nigga out buckets. Was Zion before. I want to say he was like Zion dominant, but like that dude. You no, know I'm saying like in terms of like, you know, popularity. Yeah, in, in like terms niggas, of popularity, I, like he was up there. Care for like high school sports, and I heard about being up there. I still don't care, but like back then, I remember niggas saying he just like they said, Brian, Zion, the next big star, like Brian. There was a couple of them comparisons too, dog. It was, was a like, few, no lie. Like, I wanted Michael Porter on the Bulls until I learned that man's back was as hot as <laughs> a goddamn uh, as hot as uh, summer Drake summer in twenty thirteen. So literally, the uh, oh, yeah, shoot. If you don't know, look, look up all Drake throwaways in 2013, cool. and tell me <laughs> that man was not hot. But, uh, but yeah, like this Nuggets team can easily. I know last week I said if the very best the Rockets can be a top three seed, the Nuggets legit should be the three seed. Like, should, they might literally start the league, start the off as one of the best teams in the West starting the season, because. I still believe the Clippers and Lakers are can and should be better than them, but in terms of, like they have everything coming back, they're motivated. Jokic is only going to get better. And if anything, he just needs to work on himself defensively. And plus, even during the FIBA, he played FIBA. He came off the bench. He was like, "Niggas, I'm play me when y'all need me." And literally, <laughs> that's legit was his role. And for Serbia, was still forty piece of niggas, but. That ain't not all. But yeah, overall, I really like this uh, Nuggets team. They 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 have depth in every position. Like get, like Gary Harris is a solid player. If any if there was an upgrade they could do, it is in the point guard position with Gary Harris. Like that's a one. If they were to just say, I just say a team offers them a point guard and be like, hey, you mean Jamal Murray? No. Oh well, Jamal. They switch up. I don't know who is the point guard, Gary Harris or Jamal, Jamal Murray. They Murray. switch it up. I thought Jamal Murray was like shooting guard. No, Jamal Murray point guard, Gary Harris too. Oh, 
Well, with that being I the case. Oh, okay. Because I remember last I'm basing off last year on two K. I didn't really play the niggas this year on two K. Yeah. But... I got guard about them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay. Let me carry the vert. I never knew who them niggas was. They proud. Gave you hands, but mm-hmm. Gary Harris is somebody you could look to upgrade. Hell, if you could sit there and be like, "Hmm," call up the uh, Wizards. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> I was hey, the same thing. Uh, Bradley Bill will give you Gary Harris. Um, Tory Craig. Tor- no, you, you might want to keep a Tory Craig. Um. We'll give you Gary Harris. No, hit me up. Bobo. Yeah, Gary Harris, Bobo, because you really don't need Bobo. Bobo was just there because he was hurt and Muggs knew something wasn't right. But I'll give you Gary Harris, Bobo, and the other Hernan Gomez brother that you have, or Mason Plumlee. And here's a couple first round picks for Bradley Beal. And they most likely win the world. <laughs> yeah, maybe more than likely because you're turning you're turning Gary Harris and a couple bench niggas into Bradley Beal. And for mm-hmm. one, that solidifies the main reason why I feel like they lost last year or at least struggled last year was you don't you could like you can play through Jokic, but. In today's NBA, you just legit need a ISO. By all means, I can get buckets guard. And Jamal Murray can be that, but he wasn't consistently that. And that's why they went seven against the Spurs. That's why they went seven against the uh, goddamn uh, Portland. It's because, like, Jamal Murray, he can be it, but just not as... He should be more like how CJ McCollum is for Dame. Mm-hmm. Like, all eyes is going to be on Dame, but if Dame is struggling, regardless, Dame is probably still going to be guarded by the best perimeter defender. CJ <laughs> might F around and have the serviceable defender on him. So he's going to get buckets. But yep. if you put Bradley Bill and Jamal Murray, with Jokic literally playing point guard in the paint, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh the way, I forgot they still got Paul Millsap. You could put Paul Millsap in that trade, but, but yeah, like I, like the Nuggets can legit be can date. Like I know, like we're giving the finals uh, slot uh, the West to the Clippers and the to the Clippers and the Lakers, and you could throw the Rockets in there. But the Nuggets is has to be respected either way. They have to be respected. Like I, they're going to be, they're still going to be the top three team in the uh, West regardless. They might start, they should start the season as one of the best teams in the West. So I really like the Nuggets. I look forward to seeing what they do. But if they fail, just know them jokes is going to prosper. I'm going to go brace with the jokes. So. <coughs> That's all I gotta say in regards to them. But yeah, like I really like this team. But if Michael Porter Jr. is everything he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even need to make a trade. Nope. 
you don't even need to make a trade. You don't. There's too much offense. Yeah. Like, it let, let Michael Porter just, like, like let Michael Porter, like, slowly become, like, my player. Like, you know, you start off mm-hmm. playing, like, off the bench, and then you steadily get better and better. If he comes off like that, gee, the West is in trouble, bro. Because <laughs> I don't think it's nobody that's going to be able to stop him. Like, at least none of the lower uh, lower tier West uh, Western Conference playoff teams. Like, I don't think they have anything to stop them niggas. But overall, like, I believe in the Nuggets to be, like, one of the best teams in the league overall. But they're going to be one of the better teams in the West and need to be respected as such. But, but yeah, so I'm rooting for them niggas. Well, I'm rooting more for Michael Porter Jr., like, more than anything. I'm rooting for more for him. But either way, uh, looking forward to what happens. That's our – we finished every division. Uh, next week we'll do our overall season predictions. Um, who's winning MVP, all that other stuff. Uh, who's winning uh, – who's going to be first team and all that good stuff and our finals predictions as well. So look forward to that next week. Just to cap off our uh, season preview, because I think the season starts in two weeks. Uh, so, something to look forward Crazy. to. Definitely something to look forward to. Um, what else do I need to add? Anything basketball-wise happen? Anything else? I think that is US two forty three. Andre Anasani beat that nigga. Rob Whitaker. Second round. Off counter. He jabbed that nigga. Boop, boop. Yo, Knocked him out. He turned that nigga into a <laughs> slinky. Look, dude. I'm sorry. So, we got to retire. Did the whip walking the plane, dog. And then did a cartwheel to it, I think, or something like that. Yep. And then know. his homies Naruto ran back into the uh, tunnel. Dude. Exactly. And did a couple of goddamn hands. Nigga, you got beat by a nigga who probably said Rock Lee was the best character in the mm. Wasn't this the dude? Like a while ago, uh, he beat no. somebody and threw the Pokeball? No, that's uh, Michael Page. He got knocked okay. out by some Okay. Cause I'm, I thought yeah. it was the same guy. But, but yeah, yeah, that did happen. That was the UFC. So, uh, that did happen. Uh, that was, that knockout was crazy, though. Like, yeah, and, beautiful. But, yeah, Twitter, uh, uh, a lot of the UFC dudes I follow on Twitter who like legit UFC fans saying he has potential to be like Anderson Silva tier. Prime yeah, Anderson Silva. Prime. Nah, he's he probably if this nigga don't get cleaned by Pablo Costa next fight he must like look at Pablo you know who Yo Romero is? Uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Some big swell dude who be like I love you. Yeah. 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 Uh, Pablo Costa is as big as him. Not as mm. bigger but big as him. Yeah. If he don't get knocked out by Pablo, yeah, he should be UFC next biggest star. He said in 2021, he's trying to fight John Jones. Um, no, John is just too big. I think John will probably be retired and yeah. cleaned out his division. So, but yeah, John too. Yeah, shout out to folks. Shout out to Black Excellence. Um, always for yep. it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it for this week of threes from the ring. 
50 episodes in. We appreciate you guys, all those that have been listening, supporting, sharing, much love. Um, we'll probably uh, do the fin- uh, our uh, fantasy basketball league again this year. I'm trying to see who wants to, who, if we can actually get people who's going to be serious about it this year. <laughs> More people. Shout out to Jesse uh, for winning last year. What? No, you won last year. No, you won last year. But Jesse, you and Jesse was in the finals. Uh, y'all technically tied. It was stupid. I don't know. But he conceded to you, so you won last year. So if you are listening and you want to be involved in our uh, uh, fantasy basketball uh, league, um, DM us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three S from the ring. Uh, and just let us know you're interested because I would definitely love to have our fans involved. If not, it's just going to be us, the homies, and a few randoms who are interested in just doing it. So, uh, but yeah, so appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, follow the podcast at No Chill Media on all major platforms of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And I'm pretty much just going to get us on more smaller uh podcast networks as well so be looking forward to that and yeah 50 episodes and i'm happy that we made it this far we're still growing but the brand is still strong and it's gonna get stronger g on the real but peace mm-hmm.